You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, from LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com, and this is episode number 35, entitled, Respond to Your Sales Calls ASAP to Increase Your Sales. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you again for joining me this week on another episode of the podcast. I really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in each week and downloading episodes. I'd uh, really also like to extend a special thanks to... Um, the people uh, that uh, responded or sorry, reached out to me uh, last week. Um, I got a flurry of emails last week uh, with people thanking me for the podcast and um, letting me know how much it's helped them out. Um, Also a a few people have commented on, um, you know, how much uh, nicer the podcast sounds with the musical backgrounds in the commercials. Um, So hopefully uh, that uh, you guys, uh, more of you find it more enjoyable as well. uh, And it makes it uh, a lot more easier to listen to with the musical backgrounds and stuff. So um, yeah, hopefully uh, that is working out. And, uh, you know, uh, over time, hopefully my speaking skills will get better. And uh, as I get more comfortable behind the microphone. So in this week's episode, I want to talk about... um, how answering your phone or responding to email inquiries uh, as quickly as possible can help increase your sales. But before I do that, first, just a couple of words. Hey guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do. So I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so um, just a few, a thought actually uh, came to mind uh, as I was listening to uh, that uh, commercial uh introduction there. Um, and that would be that if you listen to last week's episode, um, I spoke of, uh, building an email client list for your lawn care business. I also talked a lot about how you can use a tool like MailChimp to, uh, make your emails a lot more visually appealing. Um, and also to, uh, help with the branding of your business and to sort of bring all of it all together. Uh, and that uh, it's just a great way to uh, tie in all of your uh, branding and all of that. So after recording that episode last week, it got me to thinking about how 
Uh, with every episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, I get you guys or redirect you guys to the website and have you guys uh, sign up for my uh, uh, mailing list and uh, I give you guys a free downloadable eight-page uh, landscape maintenance contract uh, that you guys can use in your own businesses. And many of you guys have been doing that each week. There's more and more subscribers uh, signing up. Um, but I really had no... Uh, immediate plan for what I was going to do with the emails. Uh, my plan was to always uh, have a newsletter uh, that I could have uh, each week with uh, tips and stuff that you guys could easily implement um, and sort of um, just uh, have general information with links to the content that I'm providing. So it just dawned on me last week that after recording that episode about MailChimp and describing, uh, you know, the visual emails and what they sort of look like and stuff, I thought, well, wouldn't this be the perfect time to implement that newsletter and uh, get that going uh, so I can show people what I'm talking about? So that's exactly what I did last week. And if you're on the mailing list, you'll know this because you got the very first uh, edition of the newsletter. And in it, um, you know, I just uh, showed you sort of the visual uh, look of what you can do, use MailChimp for, how you can sort of beautify your emails, um, as well as, uh, you know, I had links to the uh, podcast for last week, as well as a link to uh, one of the YouTube videos I put out. Uh, and then I had a section there with some uh, tips and stuff for your uh, lawn care business and branding. Um, so... Uh, yeah, listening to this uh, introduction today uh, just reminded me again about that, uh, that I wanted to, to mention that so you guys uh, knew what was going on. So going forward, I think I'll uh, continue the newsletter as well. Um, it's something I've always uh, was uh, sort of planning, sort of the vision when I was thinking about uh, starting up the whole lawn care business success um, podcast was originally to start with the podcast, uh, to have the blog on the website to have a YouTube channel with tutorial videos on it and as well to have the newsletter all sort of in conjunction all uh, with all different types of content for you guys uh, and to help build your websites or sorry and your lawn care businesses and all those sorts of uh, actionable things that you can do. So if you haven't joined the Lawn Care Business Success uh, newsletter and you'd like to do so just head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com and you'll see a little uh section there right at the very top of the header uh, where you can enter your email address you'll get that free download of that eight page um, uh, contract um, and also I added a new section sort of at the bottom footer of every page um, as well where you can do the same thing um, and if uh, also that reminds me as well if you haven't checked out uh, the website in a while maybe head on over there and check out the new look I also worked on that last week uh, so there's uh it's based on the same uh, template and stuff that I've been using before, but I just changed all the graphics and stuff so I could sort of make it all sort of seamless uh, with the YouTube channel and all that. So it has a whole new look. So check it out. Let me know what you think and join the mailing list uh, to get uh, that new uh, weekly content on there. So back to this week's uh, main topic and that is responding to sales calls ASAP to increase your sales. Now I wanted to touch and talk about uh, this a little bit this week because over my 10 years uh, of experience in lawn care um, I've experienced this firsthand as well as I've talked to uh, other lawn care uh, service providers um, who've also talked about this um, and that's simply by 
answering your calls, your phone, uh, or your sales calls, whether they're uh, in email form or maybe uh, by somebody filling out a form on your website, just by responding to those right of way um, in the um, you know way that the person's expecting. So if they're calling by phone and you weren't able to answer the phone right away, um, you know, calling them back by phone. Um, with my um, website inquiries, when people enter that they want a free estimate and they fill out the forms, um, you know, it says that I'll call them back uh, right away. Um, so, you know, calling them back in that sense right away, um, not by email or, or such. The um, When somebody uh, enters their information on my website and they do that free estimate request, an email is automatically generated uh, that's sent back to them saying that, um, you know, somebody will be with them shortly. Uh, so I found that over the years that the longer you wait, um, to answer somebody's call, uh, that your uh, likelihood of landing the job, uh, decreases. Now this is especially true for, uh, one-off jobs, which in the lawn care and gardening, there is a whole lot of, uh, so one-time lawn mowings, uh, maybe a tree pruning, a hedge trimming, a power washing, uh, maybe some rubbish removal, you know, those related services where the person is probably only going to need, um, maybe a one-time service, um, they're more likely to hire the first person that contacts them and the first person that's able to go out and get the job done. In a lot of cases, these clients are, uh, you know, they could be on their coffee break if they're working or on their lunch break, um, you know, and they're calling, they're just trying to get a hold of somebody to talk to. And if you're not answering the phone uh, and they have to leave a message, then, when you're calling them back, they could be back to work and unable to then reach the phone. And then it sort of becomes, you know, phone tag. Um, and again, you know, they're just gonna, um, you know, whoever they can get in contact with first is more likely, uh, the person that's gonna handle the job because, uh, people are busy. They don't want to mess around. Now, if the job is a reoccurring job, uh, like a weekly lawn mowing, or a, say, a year-long fertilizing and uh, package, that sort of thing, compost tea, that sort of thing, where you're going to be doing multiple visits, then they're more likely to uh, take more of their time and get a quote from maybe two or three companies. Um, as a lot of times they're looking for, you know, a better deal or the best deal, um, or, uh, you know, depending on... Uh, the person or the company, they're just trying to get a, a good feel for uh, the company. I have um, uh, many times uh, been the second or third quote that somebody's gotten, and I've quoted higher than the other companies and still got the job um, because of the way um, they've presented uh, or I've presented myself with them. And I know this for a fact because uh, I know in one case uh, last year, um, where I went and quoted, the person told me that, that they had uh, gotten quoted from others, but that I had presented myself. Um, they just, you know, it was just more professional. And they actually gave me the written quotes um, that the other two companies had just uh, given them. And they said, here's just uh, for your own uh, information, you can see what your competitors are charging and that sort of thing. 
Uh, and I still got the job, even though, uh, you know, one of them I was competitive with the other one, um, I was more expensive, um, and I still got the job, uh, over them over price, um, uh, just because of, uh, the uniforms and the truck and just being more professional. But the main thing here is just getting to them as quick as possible. Um, a lot of times you're going to find in the beginning when you're just starting out that you're really hungry for work. Um, so you're going to be on top of those calls and, uh, you're, you know, going to be on top of any type of call if they're, you know, depending on what they're looking for, you're more likely to take, um, every type of job that comes your way, um, over when you're busy and more established, you're going to start to niche down and do things, uh, uh, you know, that you want, and you're going to do them the way that you want. Um, and this starts to get you more. Uh, comfortable because you're now not as hungry. Um, and you're, you know, for example, uh, in my case, um, I'm very strict about my schedule and, uh, you know, being able to, uh, you know, as my kids, uh, were younger, they're getting older now and starting to grow up and, and are becoming less dependent on me. But certainly earlier on, it was more of a, you know, I had to be home at a certain time to be able to pick them up from school and make sure, you know, that they're taken care of and all that sort of stuff. So I was very strict about my schedule and fitting in all the mowing that people are, uh, relying me uh, or relying on me for. Um, so, you know, if I have a certain amount of houses in a day and I'm going by my certain route, a lot of times I'd be concentrating on that. And as calls would come in, I would put them to the side or, you know, I might not answer them right away because, uh, you know, I'm more focused on my schedule at the time and I'm comfortable, um, where I'm at, if that makes any sense. But when you're starting out, you want to make sure that you're on top of all those calls. Um, like I say, people are busy and uh, they most likely uh, will hire the very first company that is able to contact them and get out there and do a quote. Once you're out there for a quote, particularly, you know, if it's something like a tree trimming or a hedge trimming and, uh, you know, the person, maybe it's their day off and they want to come and, you know, meet you and they've scheduled for you to come out there, you know, if they're calling around, they don't want to wait, um, for hours. They want to get on with their day. So if you are the first one out there and you say, you know, it's going to cost you $80 to trim that tree, they're more likely to go with you and, and just get it done so that it's over with for them and they can get on with the day and get on with, uh, their tasks and they're not having to wait around to meet another company to quote for that same thing. Now, like I say, if it's a reoccurring service though, like, um, a weekly lawn care package, um, or fertilizing package, that sort of thing, something where you're going to be going back on a regularly scheduled visit, then it's more likely in my experience that I found that they will call multiple companies and get multiple quotes. Like in the case where I told you guys that, um, uh, I got the, the job just by being more professional and just by presenting myself, uh, in a better way. That was for a weekly lawn mowing, like sort of, sort of a full service package. It was for the mowing all of the year, the full year, plus the fertilizing package, the aerating all the whole kit and caboodle. Um, so, um, in that sense, the customer did get multiple quotes. Now, like I say, in a lot of times, they're just going to be one-off jobs. Uh, and now, 
like I said, when you're more comfortable and you're more established, it's not going to be as much of a factor depending on what you're doing and depending on your focus and your drive. If you go back to one of my very, very early episodes on, uh, it's either episode two or three, uh, one of the very first uh, few um, where uh, the episode I think is called Defining Success. So in there, that's all what I'm referring to right here. It all depends on what you want out of your business and what you want to make out of it. Um, now, like I say, just in my company, uh, we have two trailers at the moment and two guys operating myself and my brother-in-law running the other trailer. Um, and we're both completely different. So on my side, um, like I say, I'm more focused and was always more focused on uh, my kids and picking them up um, uh, because my wife uh, has a full-time job and she works sort of, uh, well, we live in the suburbs, so she works in the city, so she has a longer commute back and forth. Um, so, you know, I was in charge of taking them to school and bringing them back and all that sort of stuff. My brother-in-law, in the other sense, um, his wife was uh, a lot more available uh, than he was, so he... Um, never dealt with that sort of stuff. Occasionally he would take these kids to school once in a while, but for the most part, he was uh, allowed to focus more on his business um, from morning till uh, evening, basically. And he would, he would work uh, right from the morning, uh, you know, through the night and he would do, um, you know, every sort of job that he could get uh, his hands on. So it totally depends on what you want uh, out of your business. I've explained, um, you know, in the past, how for me, um, the biggest thing I want out of my business is the freedom to be able to do what I want when I want. Um, so I'm not focused on doing every single little job that comes my way. Um, I sort of try to assess them out and, uh, just do the jobs that I want. I focus on doing, uh, those clients that are looking for the weekly, uh, maintenance and that want all the extras, uh, and that I can fit them in on a regular schedule. Those are the clients that I focus in. I'm not so much on the one-off jobs and that sort of thing. They don't really interest me. Um, so, you know, as you get uh, more established because you have regular clients that you can depend on, you can be more choosy. But in the beginning, you're going to be wanting to take on uh, just about everything. When I started, I did uh, just about everything I could get my hands on um, and, um, you know, all over the city. Um, I'd be from one end doing one job and then I would drive all the way across town to go do another job. And uh, one of the ways that I would get that work was just by answering the phone uh, right away um, and returning customer calls right away. Um, there was a few times uh, that I can remember where I would put off calling somebody um, either because, you know, I might have been in the middle of a job and trying to get it done or um, early on before using uh, Bluetooth, um, you know, the phone would be in your pocket. You wouldn't feel it vibrating in your pocket and you would nowhere near be able to hear the phone ringing, even if it's on its loudest ringer volume. Um, so you would miss calls. And, uh, you know, sometimes it would be, you know, a half an hour later, 
that you'd notice that the somebody had called, um, or you know, it could be sometimes an hour later or two hours later, um, you know. And there was lots of times that I can remember where I would call that customer back, and they no longer needed me to go do a quote; they had already hired somebody. Um, so that just reaffirmed to me that, you know, that whole concept of people will be hiring particularly on those one-off jobs. And sometimes I even remember uh, it being um, reoccurring, like a weekly, they wanted somebody to come by and they want a weekly lawn mowing um, and they just hired the first person to get out there um, and do the the first cut. Uh, so I, I know I've specifically, I've lost jobs because of not answering calls. And sometimes that was out of my um hands, uh, but sometimes it wasn't. So I'm going to speak about how you can uh, increase your likelihood of uh, uh, answering those calls as soon as possible right after this. Hey guys, if you've listened to my show for any length of time, you know how important I think it is to have a strong online presence to help grow your business. So if you haven't already built a website for your business, well, what are you waiting for? If you just don't know where to start, well, the first step would be to find a reliable web host provider. Hostapon is the company I trust for the LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com website, as well as my own lawn care company's website. They offer unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, easy one-click WordPress installs, you get a free domain name for life, and they even offer unlimited add-on domains, so you can host multiple websites on your one account. And all this for just $3.95 a month. So if you want to check it out, head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash hostupon. That's H-O-S-T-U-P-O-N. And don't worry, if you have no experience and this is still a bit overwhelming for you, I've put together a 55-minute step-by-step tutorial video for beginners called How to Build a Basic Website with WordPress and Hostapon. You can find it on the LawnCareBusinessSuccess.com website as well as the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Okay, so um, one of the uh, best ways... Um, I have found uh, that you can increase your uh, calls or callbacks right away or just plain um, hearing the phone ring to start with is by using uh, headphones of some sort on your phone. Um, so uh, as you guys all know, I don't listen to the radio when I'm working. I'm always uh, listening to podcasts or audiobooks while I work. Um, I just find that it's the perfect time uh, when you're sitting there, you're doing lawn mowing, you're sitting on a zero turn or a tractor and, uh, you know, you're uh, doing uh, this work that uh, in some cases uh, can be pretty uh, easy as far as sitting on a, a tractor when you're doing the mowing part. And uh, listening to uh, audio programs and podcasts and things like that where you can, uh, instead of for just entertainment, you're also learning a new skill. Um, it really is the entrepreneurial way um, and, uh, you know, killing two birds with one stone uh, and optimizing uh, those 24 hours that you have uh, in each day. So um, by having headphones now, I've tried using, um, you know, earbud style headphones. Um, and I find that I just don't like them. They keep 
popping out of my ear, uh, particularly because I'm using my um, big safety sort of uh, ear muffs on top of them. Um, and I've never had very much luck uh, with uh, standard sort of um, like Apple type ear pods um, fitting in my ears without falling out. Uh, more success for me with the um, like Samsung um, ear uh uh, pod style, uh, the ones with like the rubber tip that sort of insert into your ear. Um, I have better luck with those uh, staying in my ears. Um, but the cords were always a pain for me. Um, and then I was using the Pelter Work Tunes um, uh, earmuffs for uh, the safety earmuffs for the longest time, the ones with the AM FM radio. And the first uh, iteration I had of those. Um, had the AM FM radio, but it was sort of analog tuning. Um, and, uh, they worked great and all, but then, um, you know, the digital, uh, version came out and, uh, I believe that version had the MP3 in put Jack in it. Um, so I tried using just the standard long headphone, uh, connector cable that had like the headphone jack on one side and the same headphone jack on the other side. And that did work, um, tucked in through my shirt with the phone in my pocket, but I still found it was a pain in the butt and having the cable there. Um, and lots of times, you know, it would get caught up and you would turn and the headphone jack would come uh, out of either the phone or the headphones. Um, and the cables wouldn't last that long uh, in this type of work. They'd get snagged on a tree branch or something like that. So then I found um, a little uh, Bluetooth dongle. And this thing was just a tiny little uh, square. It's probably about an inch by an inch. Um, little rectangle with a headphone jack. Uh, a little piece of maybe one inch long um, wire on it with a headphone jack. And what this thing did was you paired it to your uh, your phone, and it's basically an input for any sort of uh, audio device that has an input jack. Uh, so you plug it in, and now immediately it makes it Bluetooth compatible. So if you have, uh, say, a home audio amplifier and a home stereo system, um, you plug this into the input jack, uh, MP3 input jack, or, you know, just regular standard input jack with a stereo connector, a one-eighth inch stereo connector, and you plug it in, you pair it to your phone, and now you can Bluetooth uh, stream your uh, whatever you have playing on your phone to the um, receiver. Now, this worked great for the headphones because now I no longer had a um, cord to deal with. Uh, but the only downside was with the Peltor WorkTunes headphones, um, it would not amplify the signal that was coming in through the MP3 jack. So it um, used the audio sources amplification. Uh, now, this is fine if you're using a cord. Um, you can use the volume control on your uh, headphone, or sorry, on your, your phone to increase the volume in the headphones. But when you're using the Bluetooth dongle, the volume control doesn't really do much uh, without it being amplified on the other side. It sort of just sends a line 
level signal, um, if that makes any sense, to the receiver. So I could hear it, but it was a lot quieter than I would like. And in some instances, uh, you know, it was uh, audible when using the uh, lawnmower um, and the weed whacker. But as soon as I got on the riding mower, um, then I couldn't hear anything anymore it was the noise of the lawnmower was so overpowering that it uh, uh just made everything else uh not uh audible enough so um i would always have to either turn it off or switch to the radio anytime i got onto the uh, tractor so i was always looking for other ways to uh get my podcasts um and audio uh, that way. And I started to think about how great having, uh, the headphones was because not only did it work, uh, and I'm talking like earbud headphones, um, was that not only would it work with music and, um, your podcasts and stuff, but it would also, you could also hear the phone ring and your notifications and it had the microphone there. So I was, you know, I started to do a search for, there's gotta be Bluetooth, uh, earmuffs out there, uh, for safety that uh, have those same features. And uh, at first they couldn't find any that were reasonably priced. They were all in the six or $700 range. And then uh, on Amazon one day um, I did a search and some fun popped up uh, there, the ion um, tough sounds, uh, Bluetooth um, uh, earmuffs. And uh, those are what I use now when I'm working um, and I did a video review of these. If you want to check them out, you can go to the lawn care business success, uh, YouTube channel. Um, or you can go to lawn care uh, and go to the video section and scroll down on the videos. And it's, uh, I think it's the first video that I posted on the website. Um, just a quick, um, video review, uh, there of the, uh, headphones. Um, so they're available on Amazon. Um, I think I paid $80 for them at the time, $80 us. I think they're down to about $65 at the moment or $68. Um, but yeah, these, uh, things work great for, uh, this particular, uh, topic that we're talking about today, uh, and being able to, contact your customers right away because now uh, you have your full safety headphones on um, so you've got your full hearing protection uh, whether you're on your tractor on a zero turn you're pushing a lawnmower you're trimming hedges uh, no wires to deal with you're streaming your podcast and your music and now every time your phone rings you hear the ringer in those safety headphones. Every time you get an email or a text message, you hear that notification sound in your headphones. Um, so this has been fantastic for being able to manage the incoming calls, particularly when you're, um, you know, a single owner operator, um, and you're, you know, you're handling everything, sales and customer inquiries, and you're doing the work and you're doing it all. This is a fantastic way to keep on top of that. Uh, I know a lot of other guys use the LG G-Tones, um, and I have a set of those as well, um, and they work great um, as well. And same thing, you know, whatever works for you, but I would highly recommend um, some sort of uh, Bluetooth uh, connected headphone uh, to your phone to be able to hear those calls. 
Uh, the LGs, like I say, they work great, uh, but you're not really getting the hearing protection side of that. And I know some guys uh, will wear them underneath their headphones uh, or underneath their earmuffs. And I've done that as well. I tried them out uh, for a couple of months like that. And um, I found that it uh, destroyed the the LGG tones, having the um, large earmuffs on top um, just caused the... Um, the little wires that go to the earmuffs uh, being pinched underneath the uh, thing didn't give them the flexibility they needed. Uh, so over, you know, the course of a couple of months, it just caused more stress when you were turning your head and stuff and caused the um, cable to bend in the same spot all the time instead of being able to freely move around. And uh, actually both headphones, both wires, uh, both cracked uh, almost on the same week. Um, from wearing them underneath the, the earmuffs. So I had to replace the LG G-Tones um, with that. Now, um, with having them, you know, in built into your earmuffs, you're getting that hearing protection, you're getting um, the, uh, the music and the podcast, and you're getting your phone calls, you're getting your thing. Now, the those ions that I was talking about, they also had the built-in... Um, uh, microphone which worked uh, great as well so you didn't have to uh, particularly take them off to talk to customers um, though I just found it easier to um, you know when I'm pulling the phone out of my pocket because you didn't you don't have to take the phone out of your pocket when you're wearing the big earmuffs with the Bluetooth you can um, you know feel the button for answering a call you can just click on it on the side of your head there when you've got the big earmuffs on and you can, you know, the call gets uh, routed through your headphones and there's a little microphone hole on the outside of the headphones. So you can just talk like you would be talking to somebody and, uh, you know, they'll be able to hear you. Um, but I just found it easier, uh, for myself as well. Um, it just sounded funny hearing myself talking with the headphones on that, um, I just use them more for hearing the phone call coming in and then I would just pull the phone out of my pocket and, uh, you know, uh, when the phone rings, it says it's uh, connected to your Bluetooth and I would just tap the, you know, on the iPhone button instead of Bluetooth. And then I would talk to the person over the phone instead. Uh, just sounded more natural to me, made it uh, just more comfortable for me, but they worked fine talking, um, over the phone. It just, uh, for me, it was just kind of weird, uh, hearing, uh, them. And I didn't know, I couldn't really gauge, um, my volume when I'm talking and you've got earmuffs on, can't really gauge whether you're talking too loud, uh, over the phone, um, and that sort of thing. So I just find it more comfortable just to talk straight on the phone, but they, totally increased, uh, being able to answer my customer calls because, you know, regardless of what I was listening to or what machinery I was working on, I could hear, um, those calls coming in. Now, the other idea that I have for this sort of thing is now wearable technology. Um, and I haven't tried this out yet. Um, but I'm looking to possibly try uh, getting an Apple Watch uh, to pair with my phone. Um, and I'm actually waiting for, um, you know, there's rumors that uh, there will be a Apple Watch 2 coming out uh, in March here. Um, so I'm actually my wife was uh, 
trying to ask me if I wanted one for Christmas. She knows I've been talking about one for a while. Um, but uh, I told her to not bother for Christmas that I wanted to wait till at least March and uh, see if, uh, you know, the second version was coming out since uh, the first uh, version was almost a year old. Now, you know, the second version is obviously going to have uh, more options. Um, but you know, I'm thinking that this will be another great way to make sure that you don't miss uh, calls and stuff. Um, uh, because having those notifications now, I'm not sure, um, with the Android wear versions. Now there's some awesome Android ones out there. Um, the Moto 360, uh, watch, um, I really, really dig. It's a great looking watch. Um, as well as some of the, uh, Samsung gear watches. I like those as well. Not too familiar with, uh, any of the other ones. I know there's probably a whole host or slew of them out there on the Android side. And that's the great thing about Android. There's just so much, uh, different competition out there. You're not tied down to the one. Um, but obviously, uh, being an uh, iOS user and a Mac user, I'm basically at the moment tied down to the, um, iPhone or sorry, iWatch. If I want a wearable, I know, I think there's some maybe Pebble and things like that as well. That might do some basic stuff. Um, but anyways, what I like about the iWatch is the, um, the tactical, um, feeling you get, uh, when you get a notification. So it taps you on the wrist, um, much like your phone vibration, but like I say, in the, with the phone, if I have it in my pocket, you know, it might be loose in my pocket. Uh, I might not feel it, but having the watch, I'm thinking, um, now correct me if I'm wrong. If you, any of you guys out there have an Apple watch, maybe, uh, uh, let me know if, uh, my assumption is correct. Um, but you know, when you get a text message or a phone call coming in, um, you supposedly get taps on the wrist that, uh, and with it being directly on your skin would be more tactical, uh, and you'd be able to feel that as well. So I'm hoping for, uh, that at least for the text messaging portion of it, I think will be great. Um, particularly when I'm trying to get my work done and my kids are texting me right now, you know, I might be, uh, trimming something and, um, you know, a lot of times they're, my kids will be texting me, asking me the same basic questions that uh, they're asking me every day about, uh, you know, uh, can they go over to such and such a friend's house or whatever, right? It might be the same questions each day. And, uh, you know, as they get older and they're starting to walk home by themselves, um, you know, those questions come in and then it's like the phone, uh, goes and I got to stop what I'm doing and reach in my pocket and, you know, answer their question and then I'll put the phone and I'll start back into my pocket and then I'll start trimming or doing something. And then they're asking me another question. Then I got to stop and, and ask them the other question. I'm thinking with the Apple watch, um, you know, you can have some pre, uh, you know, determined answers, uh, sort of built into your phone and ones that you can, uh, make yourself. So if my kids are asking me, uh, you know, can I go over to such and such a house instead of having to, you know, stop and take that extra time to pull out the phone and, uh, unlock it and answer the text from the watch, you know, I'll be able to see, feel that text. I can look at it right away and I can just tap on a predetermined answer like yes or no or whatever. And, send that there with minimal, uh, time wasted and, uh, can get back to working. And if they're texting me back right away, you know, I can, uh, again, answer them quickly, uh, that way. 
So that's what I'm thinking. And that's something I want to try. It's just an idea I had ever since the very first, um, Apple watch came out and I started to see some demos and stuff of it. I immediately thought about the ability to have your notifications there, uh, and being, you know, in our industry where it's so difficult to be able to hear, um, your phone ringing at times when you're using all the noisy machinery, um, or email notifications come in and you want to be, you know, with, uh, with the business website, those emails, you know, uh, might not be junk mail. They could be customers that are actually requesting a quote. You could be, you know, I've had the instance before where I don't hear an email come in on my phone, uh, in the middle of work. So I will be, you know, working away and then I'll leave and go do the next job, you know, a few blocks away or in a different neighborhood. And then I'll notice that there was an email and I'll look and it's a customer who wants a quote and they're in the other neighborhood where I was just at. And maybe, you know, I even had once where the person lived across the street and uh, instead of phoning me, they saw the website on the trailer. So they uh, went to the website and they saw the email inquiry. So they emailed the um, or filled out the form there for a free estimate. And uh, sure enough, my phone went off for that, but I didn't hear it or see it. And I left. And, uh, you know, then I realized it at the next job and I look and it's, uh, you know, that uh, house in the neighborhood where I was just at. So I have to drive all the way back to where I was just at. So I'm thinking with the phone or sorry, with the watch, um, that'll help out in that situation where you'll be able to feel those tactical taps directly on your wrist to let you know about those emails. You can quickly just, uh, glance at the uh, wristwatch and see, you know, is, uh, you know, um, uh, is that a, a customer inquiry or is it just a, a plain email? Now think about this. Imagine this for a second. You're uh, trimming a property. You've got your trimmer out. Um, you've got one hand on your still trimmer on the handle with the trigger. You got your other hand on the loop handle um, or maybe use the types of trimmers with the bicycle handles on them and you're trimming away and you get a email notification. And it could be a customer inquiry and it's on your phone and you feel it. You, you know that an email just came in, you know, that some sort of notification came in, uh, but phones in your pocket. So you're trimming, you have to now stop trimming. So you let go of the trigger. You got to reach into your pocket. Maybe you have gloves on and you can't quite get your hand in your pocket. So you got to take your glove off. Uh, you know, you might be using those echo, um, anti-vibration gloves, uh, or that sort of thing. So now you got to take off your glove. You got to reach into your pocket and, uh, pull out your phone and see, you know, what that notification was. And maybe it's a notification for, um, you know, some sort of advertisement, some junk mail, some, something you've, uh, uh, you know, maybe, uh, what's one, um, who knows, maybe some update for, uh, some software or something. Um, you know, so now you got to put that phone back in your pocket, put your glove back on and get back to trimming. Now imagine this other scenario, you're trimming. Now you feel a notification on your wrist. You feel that tactical tap on your wrist that, uh, something like the Apple watch gives you. Now you don't have to take off your gloves. You don't even have to, um, really stop what you're doing. Um, all you really need to do is sort of twist your wrist. Now you can do this while you're still holding the D handle. You can probably still do this while you're 
still trimming with one of the bicycle handle type trimmers. Uh, but you can just tilt your wrist over and have a look and that notification will be right there on the screen. And then, you know, you can see whether you continue on trimming, if it's just sort of a junk notification or if it's something important and, you know, it may only seem like it's a few seconds. Um, but for me, every bit counts. Um, you know, that's less time at the end of the day with all those notifications coming in we get more and more. Um, and as your business becomes more popular, you're going to be having more and more of those notifications coming in. So being able to, um, assess them out quickly, um, and see which ones are related to your lawn care business, which ones aren't, which ones require immediate attention, which ones can stay for later, um, all while saving time. And continuing to work without having to stop every second, um, which leads to people not checking their notifications. I've even heard of guys um, not answering their phones at all uh, till the end of the day because they just don't want to stop every single time to answer the phone. And just being able to see those notifications come in, even if um, you know you don't want to, for example. Uh, answer your call every or answer your phone every single time. Um, but you would like the ability to, uh, answer that if it was a regular customer that was calling. Well, just having that, uh, uh, there on your wrist. Um, because even with the Bluetooth uh, headset using just the Bluetooth headset on its own, um, yes, you'll hear the phone ring, but it, you won't know who's calling unless there's some sort of, um, sort of caller, audible caller ID um, that maybe an Android phone or something might have, I'm thinking. I know Apple doesn't have that ability. You know how um, I know there's some cordless home phones that have this uh, function where the phone rings and then um, based on the person's caller ID, the phone will uh, read out the person's name of who's calling or it, maybe it's based on... Um, you know, your address book, um, where it says who's calling, um, so that you can hear the, you know, the name of the person calling before you, uh, uh, even go answer the phone. Uh, I don't know of a solution or a way to do that with iPhone. Um, Android, there might be a way of doing that, uh, more likely on the Android side than, uh, the Apple side, uh, where that would be a feature or an app or something that you'd be able to download to do that. Um, but, uh, having a wearable, like a watch, um, that has that tactical, uh, response, not just an audible like noise response, but if it can actually tap you or vibrate every time you get a no notification come in, um, I think will be really, really helpful. Like I say, I don't, I haven't used this firsthand. This is just something, uh, you know, I'm always thinking about ways to, uh, better and, uh, you know, improve, my uh, skills as far as getting back to customers and that sort of thing and just streamlining the whole process. And like I say, I thought I saw, you know, when the Apple watch came out, that's immediately what I thought about. It was in, 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 in this industry, um, that, uh, that would be a great function. Obviously I'm not going to go out and spend, uh, $10,000 on a gold edition Apple watch for this sort of thing, nor will I ever spend that on any sort of Apple watch, but, uh, you know, the standard $300, um, sport edition, I think would be perfect for this, um, uh, being aluminum, uh, you know, uh, uh, 
I think would be a, a perfect uh, version of this. I know there's uh, some cases already that uh, some manufacturers make um, for uh, the Apple Watch. Uh, I think Spigen is one of them where they make sort of a rubbery um, case for it that you can put it in um, for your bumps and stuff, which might be helpful in our industry. Not so much maybe in other people's uh, industries, but in our industry where you might be bumping around stuff and using different tools and equipment and stuff might be something to think about, but that is available where you can get a sort of a rubber, uh, like armor, small little miniature armor case that goes around the actual watch itself, um, or the watch body itself. Uh, so yeah, that's just some ideas to put out there on uh, ways that you can improve your, um, callback, uh, times as far as being able to call somebody back and just even hearing those notifications. Like I say, for me, the biggest challenge being a independent, um, operator, owner operator of a lawn care business was just hearing, um, the phone in the first place with the types of equipment that we use. Now, just a final note, um, before I go, the other thing that I do just in case all else fails, um, is in my voice mail message for my lawn care business. I, um, always put that, um, you know, thank you for calling, uh, you know, and then the company name and all that. And, uh, I, uh, mentioned that, you know, I am unable to come to the phone, um, because, um, you know, I may be either away from the phone or currently using a noisy piece of equipment and cannot hear the phone. Um, so please leave a message and I'll get back to you as soon as possible. So, because, you know, you tend to be doing the same thing over and over again, you're mowing, um, a bunch of lawns, you're on a route. If that customer's on their uh, coffee break or something and they're calling you and you don't hear the phone because, um, you know, you're mowing lawns and you just can't hear it. Um, you know, and then they try to call you back in five minutes and you still don't hear it. And then they try to call you back in another five minutes or 10 minutes or half an hour later, and you still don't hear it. Um, you know, just having that sort of message there explaining that, you know, I'm either away from the phone or I am currently on a noisy piece of equipment and I can't hear the phone that I'll call you back as soon as I'm uh, done. And that sort of just lets them know that you are working and that, um, you know, you'll check your phone once you're done that job and get back to them. So that's sort of just the fail safe that I use. Uh, besides that is just letting them know sort of where I'm at. So it's just not this, uh, sort of, uh, empty call that sort of goes through and the phone's ringing and, uh, you know, there's just some standard business message and, you know, nobody ever gets back to them. Sort of gives them a timeline. They can sort of imagine in their head that, you know, okay, you know, they're mowing a lawn might be in an hour or something. And then, uh, you know, they'll call me back after. So that's just uh, sort of a, a closing uh, tip there would be to do that. Uh, but definitely check out um, some Bluetooth uh, headsets of your uh, uh, choice, uh, whatever uh, you are comfortable with. If you already have them, try them out. Um, like I say, I've seen guys using the LGG tone style um, and I tried that out. I did like the G-Tones, uh, the plus uh, or advantages of the G tones was that, um, even when I wasn't needing the, um, safety part of it, I always had them with me. Um, so I could listen to, uh, you know, music and stuff without having the big bulky, um, ones on there. But like I say, what I found was for me in particular, they just didn't last when I was using them underneath, uh, the big, uh, 
safety headphones and having the wires sort of pinched by the safety headphones. Um, it sort of wore out the wires really quickly. Um, so, uh, currently I just use, uh, both types. If I'm just doing, uh, jobs that don't require, like if I'm just, um, pruning things by hand, um, or doing, you know, uh, weed pulling or things like that, then I'll be using the, the LGG tones. Um, and then when I'm doing uh, stuff where I need that noise protection or noise, uh, yeah, the noise protection, then I'll be using the, the ion, uh, um, what are they called? Uh, tough sounds uh bluetooth hearing protection like i say if you guys want to check out the video review if you don't know uh, what they look like or anything uh, you can do that uh, on the lawn care business success.com website or on the youtube channel lawn care business success is the uh, username so i think that's it for this week as always um if you guys uh find uh, content in or sorry find value in the content that i'm providing if you guys could uh, rate the podcast that would be great you can do that uh, on itunes um, or stitcher radio um, and that helps me out uh, with search rankings and exposing the podcast to other people um, so uh, thanks again for listening and be sure to join me uh, next week for another episode be sure to uh, get onto the website have a look at it let me know what you guys think of the new look uh, for the website uh, as well uh, be sure to uh, join the mailing list uh, as I start to produce content there on a weekly basis uh, that uh, is right there in your inbox also it's another way for me to provide uh, other downloads and stuff that I may have in the future I've got actually some already uh, lined up to be uh, distributed over email um, things like that uh, contract that I have up there but I've got some other uh, uh, other downloads that I've got lined up uh, as a way to reward uh, loyal listeners that are uh, uh, logging in and joining the mailing list. So, or periodically over time, I'll be uh, just emailing people the links to other information that they can download for free. So, uh, yeah, be sure to join the mailing list. So, thanks again for listening and be sure to join me next week for another episode. Until then, here's to wishing you all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now.